I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. If you like this podcast, you will love my new anthology called Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. Check it out, and you'll hear from 49 authors about all sorts of things moms don't have time to do. All the authors have been on this podcast. Also, check out my TikTok, at with Zibby and Tracy, my other podcast, Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy. Check out Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. And of course, my new publishing company called Zivi Books. And now back to our daily author interview site and a quick hello from some of my kids. Hi. Hi. Hello. Enjoy the show. If you like this podcast, you will love my new anthology called Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. Here's a little snippet by one of the authors from the anthology. My name is Esther Amini. And I'm thrilled to have contributed to Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. My essay is called Beneath the Surface. It's about my Iranian upbringing and making up for lost time. Laura Lynn Jackson is the author of Signs, the Secret Language of the Universe. Laura Lynn is a teacher, speaker, and psychic medium. She currently serves as a Winbridge Certified Research Medium with the Winbridge Research Center and is also a certified medium with the Forever Family Foundation. She is the author of The Light Between Us, a New York Times bestseller. She lives on Long Island with her husband and their three children. Welcome, Laura Lynn. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss Signs, the Secret Language of the Universe. Oh, thank you so much for having me here. I am delighted you're here. I was so excited for this podcast. I'm so into all of this stuff. Maybe you should start out by explaining to listeners a little bit about what this book is about, if you don't mind. Sure, of course. You know, so Signs, the Secret Language of the Universe, is really about how we all have the ability to tap into this kind of magical language that's all around us at all times. So many times people think, you know, oh, well, I would need to go to a psychic medium to access the other side or get information from the other side or get guidance or love or support or to feel my loved ones who have crossed around. And that simply is not true at all. 
we all have that innate ability. So I really wanted people to understand that. And the book is really a journey that takes the reader through other people's experiences of loss and grief and the magical connections that start to happen that become undeniable. You know, I think so many of us are stuck in this frontal lobe, like monkey mind, logical, you know, analytical thought pattern that we forget that there's something so much deeper within us that we can access at all times, which is this beautiful spiritual communication that's part of us. I really read your book with so much relief. I'm like, oh, phew, because because I've chosen to sort of convince myself of everything that you, your theories, right? Like, I've decided that even though I have no proof, I'm just going to go with it because it makes me feel better myself. So if I'm wrong, I won't really know I'm wrong, right? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good, you know, way of thinking, right? If you, you, you're wrong, you won't know you're wrong. But I think, I actually think proof is really important, you know, which is what science is all about. It's about having your own proof that this is real. Well, this made it, this gave me this like peace of mind because you gave you might, I, I was like, I wonder if she's added up how many examples she gave to prove her point. There must be like, what, 300 stories, little tidbits or examples, maybe more, of people who have seen, had signs or had inklings of another, you know, evidence, right, that you say right. you can just sort of will into existence. And I have to tell you, and I'm sure you get this all the time, but so I read your book and then the next morning I was on the beach with my kids And I was telling them about my book because I talk about a lot of the books that I read. And I was explaining because we recently lost my husband's mother and grandmother to COVID. And it was like a horrific, prolonged illness and awful. And they were... Those were close, right? Yeah, those were six weeks apart. Oh my gosh. Yeah, six weeks. So my mother-in-law went to the hospital basically the day after her mom died. And then it took six weeks. Anyway, I don't want to go into this whole story, but we miss her very much, right? And we talk about her a lot. And, you know, so... This weekend, next to my son's bed, I opened the dress, the drawer, which I must have opened 8,000 times. And suddenly there's this note that I never saw before from my mother-in-law to my son saying like, congratulations, great job, so proud of you. And I was like, that's insane. So then my dog, who used to be her dog, will not leave the side table. And even though the dog always sleeps with me, Naya slept next to the table. And then... (laughs) Sorry, this is ridiculous. We have to talk about your book. And then the next morning, we go. This is right before the beach. We go to Kmart, <laughs> and it was like she saw someone she knew. So she starts the dog sprinting into Kmart, which she never does. And at first, I was like, "Wow, when she was Susan's dog, she must have gone to Kmart all the time. They might. This must have been their thing, you know? <laughs> like she must recognize the logo." But then I was like, "No, I feel like she saw Susan there." So then I go to the beach with my kids. This will wrap up in a second. And I was explaining to them all about your signs. And I was explaining like the oranges. And I was explaining, you know, the Ninja Turtles and, you know, all these examples that you give in the book and how you said in the book that what you really need to do is you can say it in your head or you can say it out loud what your sign is going to be with the person. So I said, why don't we pick a sign for treats? They call her treats. So when we were talking about what the sign should be, I said, actually, I think maybe her sign is rainbows because I had never seen a double rainbow in my life. And since she's passed away, we've had multiple double rainbows. Oh, wow. In the same place. And in my sister-in-law, her daughter sees them too. So we decide, okay, the sign is going to be rainbows. So this is at like 11. I go to like visit a friend of mine who's sick and I don't see my daughter get dressed. And she FaceTimes me as I'm on my way home. And I look at her and she's wearing a t-shirt with this giant rainbow on it. 
Oh my gosh. And I was like, you're wearing a rainbow. Look at your shirt. And she was like, I didn't even realize. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? Anyway. It's not crazy at all. And I love that you're, you're sharing this story of connection because that's what we need to do with one another. We need to honor our connections. We need to share our stories. I think so often we have these unbelievably deniable moments of connection with people we love on the other side and we feel love and we feel supported and we know it's real. We know in every ounce of our being and then we don't talk about it because we're afraid of being laughed at or we're afraid of sounding like woo-woo or kooky or whatever it might be. But this is a real language that occurs. You know, everything you're describing too, I find it really interesting because one thing that I have learned from all the readings I've done and from listening to people on the other side is that animals here can see spirit. You know, they're not stuck in that same frontal lobe that we are, you know, and so they communicate in so many different ways. They're not stuck in this like analytical language either. And that is such an, a common thing to occur when somebody crosses that you'll notice your pets will start looking and getting agitated or dancing around in circles. Like, don't you see this person? Or they'll stay in a certain place. Or, you know, I love that the dog got so excited and ran into Kmart because it's like, you know she was there with you. I mean, it might sound silly, but our loved ones on the other side, they're present for everything. For the small moments like shopping at Kmart to the great moments like a great celebration to the sad moments where you're just feeling bereft or alone. They're there for everything. And having that knowing within yourself is everything. That's why, you know, someone could listen to me or they could, you know, understand the examples I'm giving, but I think the most powerful thing for anyone to have is their own experience Mm -hmm. and to test it. And that's why I say, don't believe me, go try this, try this with your loved ones. You know, I always talk about, we all have a team of light on the other side, which is God energy, this force of love that connects us all. You know, we're all intertwined and interconnected and part of each other's journeys in ways we can't possibly fathom. And then we all have our own, what I refer to as spirit guides. And now that sounds a little woo woo, but I've come to understand it's real, you know, throughout time and history, different religions referred to the angelic realm as like guardian angels and so forth. I just call them spirit guides. And we all have our own personalized ones that have been with us from the get go, spiritually contracted with us and trying to kind of lead us on our highest path always. And sometimes people have a sense of that and they feel a presence. And sometimes people are not really paying attention, but they still help us. And then I think one of the most powerful parts of our team of light is our loved ones who have crossed, including pets, by the way. Animals can do this too. And they're with us at all times. And they want us to live an engaged, vibrant life. They want us to celebrate. They want us to know that they're still very much alive in consciousness that the only thing that's gone is their physical body but that love that cord of connection is still there and what's more I think it can get even stronger once they cross you know relationships continue and it's just it's really magical when you start to see evidence of that in your everyday life it's really a beautiful knowing you have it is it takes away some of the anxiety of the living Right. Yeah. If you know that this yeah, is coming. 100%. I even ended up telling my kids, I was like, let me just pick my sign with you now so that you know. I you love that. You know, I, made, I gave them my sign. Like, we're all set. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, but now you guys know because they're very afraid that like something will happen to you when you go, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, if something happens to me, 
it's okay because you know now for sure I'll be showing up through signs. So anyway, your book has made a huge impact on our little family, just telling you. So I'm I'm so like moved that you share that with your children too. I think that's so important, especially because kids are so much more in touch with their intuitive abilities than we are as an adult, as adults. And I think most kids shut down once they start formal schooling. And then there's this kind of like this final moment when, you know, like 12 to 13, 11 to 13, right there, when all the hormones start, where they can stay open to those abilities or shut them down, you know, really slam the door on them. And it's so beautiful when parents have discussions with kids and they talk about those things and they talk about signs because you're giving them tools to help navigate their life going forward. You know, these intuitive abilities and these connections we have, they're really helpful in a very practical way, not only comforting us, but helping guide us. So I love that you've done that. That's just amazing. Thank you. Yeah. As we were leaving the beach that day, and I don't usually tell all these stories about myself during an interview, so I'm sorry, but this (laughs) one feather was like dancing through the air as we were leaving. I know. It was like telling you off at that point. (laughs) I know. I was like, oh my gosh. I know. So the feather was like going through the air and we like left the beach and whatever. And yesterday when my daughter came home from school, she said, you know, every Monday in school, our teacher asks us to write a whole story about what happened to us this weekend and draw a picture or whatever. She's like, so I wrote about our time on the beach and the feather floating through the air. That is so beautiful. Isn't that nice? Not only that, but that also honors, you know, your mother-in-law and the others. Like that's so magical for them too, because one of the most important things for them to know is that we received the message. We know it was real and we're honoring it. So when you write, when your daughter wrote about that, I mean, there could be no greater gift than to do that. That is so beautiful. I absolutely love it. My husband is in LA now, like filming this movie. So I called him and I was like, look, you know, I know your mom like visits you a lot, but just so you know, she hung out with us this weekend. (laughs) The really neat thing that they tell me is that one of the things that they love most about not being in a physical body is that they can be in more than one place at the same time. Oh yeah. Okay. It doesn't exist there like it does here. So she could actually be with him and with you and sending signs to both of you in real time at the same time. And there have been occurrences like that, that people have shared with me where they've asked for a sign from a loved one. And one person will be like, you know, in LA, let's say, and the other person will be in like London. And at the same exact time, they'll both get the sign and then they'll text each other in real time. It's, it's really, it's really amazing. I think people on the other side, sometimes they really like to show off, like, look what I can do. I'm going to make sure you know this. You know, and I love too, because we can ask them for signs, but they can establish signs as well. Right. Like how you picked up on the fact that she had already kind of established rainbows and then also feathers, right? And then you can ask for anything else. It's, it's really wonderful that you're doing that. Oh, well, I mean, it was inspired by you. So, so what is this like for you? And this is probably too general a question, but the fact that you're so in touch with this other dimension, essentially, and you've even gotten sort of that... You know, verified, if you will, with your training and like, you know, gold stamp of approval and all of that. And yet you're just navigating the everyday world like the rest of us, right? You have to like yeah. blow dry your hair, whatever you did to make your hair look so good this morning. So like, how do you take all that knowledge and that sort of like deeper existential stuff and then, you know, go to the grocery or do whatever else? It's such a great question. You know, what I can say is that it's changed the way I live and it's layered my life with meaning. It's almost as if I'm living two lives at the same time. You know, the Laura version of me who's in a human body and having my own soul experiences and needing my own challenges and needing to make free will decisions and navigate my life a certain way. And then the knowing that there's something so much greater than me 
in terms of my life, my purpose, my connections, things that will happen in day to day, and even the challenges I face. And so it's been enormously helpful. I would say, especially during times when I am going through a period of struggle, or, you know, I'm watching a family member try to navigate something, or I'm confused about a decision. It's really helpful for me to remember like, well, this in here and now and what I can see, touch and feel, that's not all there is. There's a form of guidance that will help me understand the journey I'm on right now or might reframe it for me or might give me guidance. And so I will ask for signs. I will also, you know, every time I do a session, I, I'm in a different place and I'm, you know, I think it's where most people go when they meditate. And so I'm getting information and downloads. And I think that I also get downloads just randomly. Like, honestly, it can happen when I'm shutting a door or when I'm walking, you know, it'll just boom. It's like this download of knowing that's some guidance for my own life path or the journey that I'm on. So I always have this sense of understanding that my life is greater than what I can see. My role here is much greater than I can see. And this is not unique to me. This is true for every single person on the planet. Your life is greater than you can imagine. You are more loved and supported than you can imagine. Your life means so much. And I think what I've learned too is that our free will decisions are the most important thing, right? We have the spiritual, our spiritual self hosted in this physical body, which is never fully comfortable, right? You have aches and pains or things go wonky. And then you have the third part of that triangle, which is your free will. So the decisions you make about steering your soul and your body, right? And I think that that is where we can create profound and amazing change and help others. I think we are always meant to use a currency of love, forgiveness, and kindness. And if we can stick to that and let that override whatever else kind of happens to us or whatever way we might embrace the situation other than that, we're always going to find our highest path. And sometimes that is really hard to do. You know, we're we're having human experiences and all sorts of emotions and conflict come into play. But I think trusting that we're part of something much greater than we can see and that we're connected to this force of love and kindness really helps us navigate things. You know, I've asked the other side, though, to keep me like I have two modes, right? I have normal talking mode like I'm doing with you right now. And then I have reading mode. And I try to be very concrete about that and say, like, when I'm going out to Costco, do not let somebody's uncle from aisle three come through to me as I'm trying to pick out, you know, groceries that I need. And for the most part, they're very respectful of that. So I get to live live like normal mode a lot. But it is something I could turn on or access. I try not to use it in, in like a rude way at all. You know, I try to really respect it and honor it myself. Like I would never try to read someone's energy and connect with their loved ones on the other side unless they gave me permission. Now, every now and then something will happen where I feel like there's a VIP line on the other side and my guides will be like, okay, come on in. And somebody's, you know, loved one will pop through and I'll, you know, it's usually, I would never go up to somebody and just share it, but it's usually in a certain context where that happens. But for the most part, I get to be normal at <laughs> the time too. Yeah. Well, if, if anybody, <laughs> if anyone's coming through, you can just let them in, you know, if anyone's, you know, knocking on the door or trying but to. It's so funny you said that. I had a feeling this is going to happen because I never, right. I never read when I do podcasts, right. Cause I want to be very thoughtful and I'm thinking about things. But I have to tell you, I had a grand, I've had a grandmother figure for you. It's on my upper right-hand screen. So that's your mom's side of the family with me all morning. And I mean this in a very loving way. He's so pushy. 
and telling me like, I'm the one who arranged this. And something about trying to get it to line up with almost like an anniversary date, like a year anniversary date. But you people here like couldn't quite get it, but that's okay. But she needs credit for this. She needs to know, you know, it's from her (laughs) and you knew this. And she's a little annoyed you haven't talked about her yet or something. Oh like no. Oh my God. In a loving way. Like, like in a loving way. She's not really annoyed. She's teasing you. She's teasing you. You know? Aww. Well, there's yes. something too about like drinking coffee or tea I'm supposed to talk about. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all have stuff we need to get off our chests. Even if we don't think it's interfering with our daily life, there are some things you just haven't processed, be it grief or trauma, eating disorders, anything. It might be time to work on those things, and I have a solution for you. Therapy. Online therapy by BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I took the brief questionnaire online where there were, I don't know, 20 questions. It didn't take long at all, maybe three minutes. And then I got matched with a therapist who could help me work on whatever. I picked trauma because even though it happened in 2001, I am somehow still not over the loss of my friend on 9-11. And it is what it is. BetterHelp is going to help. And I am so excited, especially because with my special code, instead of $80 a month, it is 10% off, $72 a month, which is so much less than traditional therapy, and you'll get a perfect therapist for you. There are 35,000 therapists to choose from, so you'll find the right one. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash moms don't have time today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash moms don't have time. Mm, drinking coffee or tea. We're sitting with you with that. I'll see if she, she like blasts through a little bit more, but it was funny because I was like, Oh, who's here? <laughs> oh you? my gosh. Not, that's the VIP line, you know, line that I'm talking about on the other side where they let them through. Well, thank you. I am so glad she barged her way through. <laughs> oh, and there's one more thing I have to say before she lets us talk again. There's no such thing as goodbye. I'm supposed to say, and there's something that's been bothering you about like not a proper goodbye. Do you understand this? Not a proper goodbye with her. Yeah. Okay, well, there's, there's no goodbye, so stop worrying about that. Oh, <laughs> Do you think she came through in a dream to you already? So that's a dream visitation. My, now you're going to make me cry. My mom's mom passed away. We were super, super close. Yeah. I call her, I called her Goggy. Anyway, she is the one who always wanted me to write and read and be in this world. And, you know, she was always like, 
I'm a letter to the editor type of person, but you're a writer. Anyway, and I didn't get to go say goodbye because of COVID. So I didn't go fly there to say goodbye when she was sick. And anyway, so maybe it was that. But I don't know about the... You're saying she didn't die of COVID. No, she didn't. Okay. Because she's just saying other people there did, but she didn't. Like other people on who are connected to you did, but she didn't. Oh, thank you. Yes. No, she did not. It was just during the time when I wasn't flying. Right. So... I didn't get a chance to say goodbye in person. I said goodbye on FaceTime, which is not Aww. the same, you know. Wow, well, Did thanks. Did you dream of her after that? Because she's talking about a dream visitation, like coming through in someone's dream. I do. I mean, I dream about her often. Okay. That's not easy for them to do, by the way. It takes a lot of finessing. It's kind of like, you ever see somebody playing double, like Dutch, like jump rope? The way they explain it to me, it's like you have to jump in a certain way into people's dreams. It's really? really hard. So that's kind of impressive that you had more than one visitation dream from her. That's neat. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. She's a force. <laughs> she is a force. She is great. She's amazing. I hope it's not my, I hope I'm not mistaking it. My other grandmother is coming in, but you, know, you said it was my mom's side. So I feel No, like- it's on my upper right. So this would be on mom's side of the family. Yeah. That's how I want to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Aw. Was there a Florida connection with her too? Yes. Okay. Like most Jewish grandmothers, she is in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) She was, yeah. She. um... She's very happy because I feel like there was a husband for her who greeted her and also a sister figure for her. Yeah. Yeah. So she's just validating for you like, no, it's me. Don't give this to the other grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, she was, what a crazy podcast this is, but yeah, she was. (laughs) No, it wasn't planned, right? No, I know. (laughs) She was super close and madly in love with her husband, her second husband, so my step-grandfather, and she has missed him for years. You know, they were so close and she's, you know, anyway, he was super special as well. And she was like, you know, I actually saw a medium. This is, now this is becoming the podcast about me, but I saw a medium a couple years ago when she was alive and that medium said that he would come and visit her, but she just wasn't quite ready yet. Oh, wow, yeah. That's true. That's a, that. That's real. That's a thing. Nobody ever crosses alone either. We're always greeted by loved ones on the other side. Aww. You know? Yeah. My aunt was a nurse. She's retired now, but she would tell us how she'd always know when a patient was going to cross because they'd start talking about their loved ones who had already crossed being in the room with them. It would happen all the time. That's how all the nurses would know. Okay. We got to prepare and be ready. Wow. Yeah. This is wild. So wild. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Oh my gosh. So back to writing. (laughs) In addition to having all these experiences, you've also chosen to write and become, you know, like a best-selling author on top of everything else. Why, why write as well? Why, when did you decide to start doing this? You know, my, that's so interesting. So I kind of talk about my journey in my first book. It's called The Light Between Us. And it was really I was a high school English teacher. I taught for almost 20 years and I've always had this ability and I didn't know what to do with it or how to use it. And in 2005, my husband saw this little, like this little ad in a diner that was talking about an organization called the Forever Family Foundation. And they were giving like a, like a discussion night. And it was all about how consciousness continues after bodily death. And I thought, oh, this would be really interesting to go listen to. And it was going to be some scientists talking and and we went that night, you know, a couple of weeks later, and they were talking about how they were starting a testing program for people who had mediumship abilities um, to volunteer for their organization to help people in grief. And I thought, this is perfect. I can do this in secret. I can use my abilities because 
I have to read like every single week or my energy gets spinning. I can help people in grief and nobody's going to know. I can still be a high school English teacher. And that worked great for a number of years until I, I did like an a, event and people at the school were like, what, Laura, is this you? We're going to go to this. And I thought, oh, and I had to tell my principal. <laughs> and the day that that happened, I went and I sat on my hall duty, right? And I got this sudden download. It was as if I'd had a seven hour conversation with the other side in a millisecond. And what they told me is, you're going to be writing books. You are going, and then you're going to be a speaker. You're going to talk about this to others. And then there's going to be like a TV and movie component. And I'm like, oh, what? But I came home from work and I said to my husband, we need to talk. <laughs> Got a download today. I'm going to be writing a book and I'm going to be a speaker. I'm going to be doing these things. And you know, he has been married to me long enough at that point where he knew all this is real. I mean, they give me guidance about my whole life path and things that were going to happen to us. And so he's like, okay, all right. And by within 24 hours, everything started coming together. Like I had somebody to work on my writing with. I had an agent who reached out to me. Like it was very, it was very divinely guided. And so I always trusted in that. And so I wrote my first book and the minute I hit send to my editor, like the final thing I was like, and you know what that's like, it's like the greatest feeling. I got this entire download for signs, the entire book, boom. Like, and I thought, oh my God, you can't do this to me right now. You just gotta oh my God. You know? And so I said, you have to give me a year to like, just acclimate. And then I'll, I'll start working on the second book, which is, you know, what happened. And you know, eventually, you know, I had taken a leave of absence from teaching and they said to me, you know, you need to come back. It's been two years. You need to leave or come back. And I, I had this moment of what do I do? And I didn't have my knowing for like another month. I woke up one morning and I was like, oh no, I'm, I'm meant to leave teaching it. And, and the world is really a much greater classroom and I'm meant to honor this. And so that's how that happened. And I already, you know, I turned in signs and it was silent. I'm like, oh, is that it? Is it just too, and then, you know, a couple months later, I got the download for the next book. So I'm working on that now. But, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty clear for me. It's an, it's just this absolute knowing. And when I get these downloads and this knowing, there's no emotion attached. It's not, you know, like woohoo or sadness or anything like, you know, I could get a, no, a download saying, you know, you're going to win $26 million and be able to help all these you know, people in poverty. And I wouldn't feel anything for the download. It would just be neutral. That's how I know how to trust what I'm getting. And for those of people listening too, when you get intuitive downloads, they're usually very neutral emotionally. It'll just be this knowing and that's how you can trust it. Wow. That's how, that's what led me on my journey. Now I have to go back and read your first book now that I read this one. It was so good. So what is the, what's like the cliff notes of your, of your next book? You know, it's so interesting because I can see what the other side is doing, right? So the books really, they're through my voice, but it's really the other side's message. So the first one was really establishing like, here's what's real. This is real. And here's, you know, the testing I've done to go through this and, you know, bring legitimacy to it because this field honestly has been so rife with like fraud and just ridiculousness and like, you know, just not honoring this truth. So I work a lot with scientists to figure this out, like how my my mind map, you know, to mm-hmm. see what my brain waves are doing when I'm in normal talking mode, when I go into reading mode, and it shows significant difference. And to to show that this is, you know, a very real thing, just because it sounds like a happy fairy tale ending, doesn't mean it's not true. Life does continue. The survival of consciousness continues. So, you know, the second book, Science, was really like nobody ever needs me. Here's how you can access it. Here's examples of that. Go do this for yourself and test it. 
And the third book, what they showed me about that, and it's very interesting that they kind of waited for the download until like right before COVID started. Because they, what they showed me was it was going to be about how to find our highest path and our, you know, find the light in the dark, like how the other side can love and support us and guide us. But that does not exempt us from sadness or difficulty because part of that is our soul journey. And we're all in this together and we're meant to come together and collaborate and that it's really a collective lesson in love. So it's really a guide of, you know, how to live what I'd call like an illuminated life, this life of connection where you honor your spirituality and you honor your physical body and you honor like the choices you make related to those, your free will is how to find balance with all that and how to trust in and be guided by your team of light on the other side in order to find your highest path and access that. So that's the next book. (laughs) Wow. Very exciting. Awesome. So if you had to give advice to aspiring authors, what would you say? I would say, trust your inner voice, trust that, that quiet voice and make space to allow it to get louder. It's also about, I think, harnessing your energy kind of like, for me, the hardest part is settling my energy into a chair and at a computer. And then it pours out, you know, so many people, athletes, writers, artists, musicians, first of all, none of us ever work alone. There's always a team of light working through us and us and with us. And a lot of times you hear the term being in the zone, right? It's this kind of flow of energy, this flow of ideas. So my advice is really to trust that there is so much that you need to share and say, but only you can harness yourself into a chair to allow yourself to get into that zone and let it come out. So it's creating space for that. For me, it's always been like 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. And I have no idea why, but that's when that's when everything, you know, comes through me. And I think it's really important to know yourself too. Some people are morning people, some people, you know, find when that creative space is best for you to allow that to come through you. But trust in your knowing, trust in your voice, trust in that sense that you are part of this world and you have something really important to share that will help others in some way that will inform them or help them question something or guide them. You know, it's, I think writing holds a magic too. You know, when I taught high school English, we would always talk about books in the present tense, right? Because it's almost like this living, breathing thing. And you really could feel writer's energy. You know, I love teaching Shakespeare. And I just felt like, well, I know Shakespeare. I know this guy, like here's his energy. I can access it through his writing. And I think that's a real thing. So I think that when we create and we write a part of us, our energy is attached to that. And it's almost accessible by others. You know, I think all works of art are and, and writing is a work of literary art. So trust in it and trust in the value of it. I love that. My grandmother, who you were talking about, and her husband, who I mentioned, Gaggy and Papa Cal, they made me these miniature books of stories I wrote when I was like eight years old. And they published 20 copies for me with like my name on the spine and everything. I have one over there somewhere. And this is to your point about like the magic of books where it's like, you know, you are literally able to read someone's mind and get to know somebody in a whole new way. So I hadn't read it in a while. And this is after our little beach trip, just to like close off my whole weekend drama. So I read the book for the first time to my daughter and also her brother, but she's eight now. And I was like, actually, I was eight when I wrote that. And oh, wow. I had this moment where I was like, I'm literally like introducing myself when I was eight to my daughter and she's eight. And this is like the craziest thing. 
That's amazing. That is amazing. She was like, well, now I have to start writing. And I was like, yes, now you have to start writing. And what a beautiful thing for her to take away, right? So if you think about eight-year-old you and your grandmother and your grandfather and what they did and how they honored that and the trickle down into affecting your daughter now where she says, I want my voice to be showcased. Like it's an ongoing energy connection. Like the actions we do, the way that we value our voice or somebody else's voice or somebody else's journey, it expands so much beyond what we're able to see in that moment. And so any parent who's listening to you should write, but you should also encourage your children to write. And you can, you can even publish it yourself. Like just, you know, hole punch and put some wire in there and have them make a cover. It's, it's, it really is transformational. No, I started a whole medium account for my daughter. (laughs) It's not her real name or anything, but she's like, no, no, I, you know, she printed it out, took it to school. And she's like, you know, anyway, I am so sorry. I do not usually talk about myself this much during a podcast. I this is what the other side has planned. All right, good. Then Okay. That's then, you know, can't argue with that. Anyway, obviously I don't need to recap how much this book affected me. And I'm just so glad to be in touch. And thank you for putting me in touch with my grandmother. And (laughs) well, you never need me for that. She was just hanging around me, but she's been with you nonstop. You know, and what I'd say to you is ask her for a sign to validate that, you know, she's saying something about wanting to send you a song. Like, so maybe ask for a song or maybe you'll hear a song that reminds you of her, but. Okay. All right. Will do. Okay. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you. I hope to meet you in person. Yes. I feel like we will. (laughs) Okay. Well, you'll, you'll know, I guess. So. (laughs) All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. 